Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. You're listening to Alamo City Limits Podcast with Noah McGarrow-George, the official San Antonio Spurs podcast of Pounding the Rock in SB Nation. What's going on, Spurs fans? Hope everyone had a wonderful extended 4th of July weekend, and welcome back to Alamo City Limits, the official San Antonio Spurs podcast of SB Nation and Pounding the Rock. A lot of information has been coming in recently, so today we're doing another midweek silver and black news update, starting with the Boston Celtics hiring of longtime Spurs assistant Will Hardy last Monday as to begin filling out new head coach Ime Udoka's bench. And if that name sounds familiar to you, it's probably because Udoka played for San Antonio for three seasons and spent seven years on head coach Greg Popovich's staff as an assistant. As for Hardy, he started off as a basketball operations intern with the Spurs in 2010, working his way to video room coordinator and eventually rising to the role of an assistant coach in San Antonio from 2017 to 2021. Now, the vacancy left behind in his wake was sort of a bigger deal a week ago, but Greg Popovich's coaching tree continues to branch out across the NBA with names like Quinn Snyder, Sean Marks, Mike D'Antoni, Mike Brown, James Borrego, Taylor Jenkins, and many, many more finding success as coaches or front office executives around the league. And if you need further proof of the success of Pop's coaching lineage, Mike Budenholzer of the Bucks and Monty Williams of the Suns both spent time with the Spurs organization under Pop and are now squaring off against one another in the NBA Finals. Moving on, we also saw a myriad of reports stating several prospects have worked out or interviewed with the Spurs ahead of the 2021 NBA draft, including Gonzaga senior forward Corey Kispert, Alabama freshman guard Josh Primo, Oregon State senior guard Ethan Thompson, and Oregon senior guard Chris Duarte, bringing the total confirmed number of players they've made contact with up to 13, the others being St. Joseph's freshman point forward Jordan Hall, Iowa junior guard Joe Wieskamp, Oregon senior guard LJ Figueroa, Texas sophomore forward Kai Jones, Virginia junior wing Trey Murphy III, Tennessee freshman guard Keon Johnson, Oklahoma senior guard Austin Reeves, Baylor senior guard Macy Oteague, and Tennessee senior forward Eves Pons. DePaul sophomore forward Romeo Weems and Florida sophomore guard Trey Mann were also spotted in San Antonio this week, and I'm working on confirming whether or not they worked out for the Spurs, so be on the lookout for updates on those storylines soon. The first thing that Spurs fans will probably notice is just how many guards San Antonio's brought in, but before anyone reads too much into these interviews and workouts, it's important to remember that these rarely amount to anything. This is just Pop in the front office doing their due diligence, and most of these prospects are likely to go undrafted or fall into the second round. There are a ton of workouts and interviews that go unreported, and no one that they had public contact with last season ended up being on the roster by the end of draft day, so I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being the case this year too. 
There are simply too many players to break down here, so go ahead and check out my articles on Pounding the Rock for a brief breakdown of each NBA hopeful that's on this list. But let's keep rolling on to the next topic, which is the fantastic news that Keldon Johnson was named to the USA Select team that will practice against Team USA in Las Vegas before they head to Tokyo for the rescheduled 2020 Summer Olympics. The USA basketball roster consists of Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Zach Levine, Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Jeremy Grant. And the Select team roster is home to Anthony Edwards, Sadiq Bey, Miles Bridges, Darius Garland, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, John Jenkins, Josh Majette, Dakota Mathias, Emmanuel Quickly, Nas Reed, Cam Reynolds, Isaiah Stewart, Obi Toppin, PJ Washington, Patrick Williams, and of course, Keldon Johnson. Not only is this going to be a phenomenal opportunity for Keldon to compete against some of the best basketball players in the world, but you can bet all the other talented young guys on the select roster will push Keldon to bring the best out of him as he continues to work on his game this offseason. After the first practice, USA Select Team head coach Eric Spolstra had this to say about the Spurs' wing. Quote, Keldon has those winning intangible qualities. It's just about refining all the fundamentals and his skill set. We got to know him a little bit during the draft process a couple of years ago. A really fine young gentleman, really committed to improvement. He's ambitious, he wants it, and he has everything set up for him to be able to do it. End quote. Moving on to another huge headline from Friday, per front office news, AT&T has reportedly sold its 7% minority interest in the Spurs and they will not renew their current contract as naming rights sponsors when it expires in 2022. And before anyone gets up in arms about the silver and black leaving San Antonio for supposedly greener pastures in Las Vegas, in my opinion, this move only really means that the AT&T Center will be getting a new name sometime in the near future. Peter J. Holt, who was officially elevated to managing partner of the Spurs on June 18th, stated this less than a month ago, quote, The Spurs are here to stay in San Antonio, and the whole family is committed to the wonderful legacy that has been built here in San Antonio, end quote. So don't panic over the Spurs abandoning the 2-1-0. They're the only major professional sports team in the city, and they're ingrained in the very fabric of San Antonio's culture. They aren't going anywhere anytime soon. We also have a report from Evan Massey of Hoop Analysis Net stating that the Lakers have interest in pursuing DeMar DeRozan in free agency this offseason. Massey also says a sign and trade is the only way for Los Angeles to make this move work. And I'm not particularly in love with any of the trade ideas I've seen so far, but off the top of my head, San Antonio might be able to snag Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, or Contavious Caldwell-Pope in a first-round pick for DeRozan, or really any combination of those pieces, and even as I'm saying this, I'm not really blown away by it. DeMar has been one of the biggest conversation starters among fans and a point of contention for them too, with most people either on board to bring him back or completely ready to move on from him this summer. There's just not a lot of gray area when it comes to the four-time All-Star. I wrote a pretty extensive article about what I think the Spurs should do with DeMar over on Pounding the Rock about a month ago, and if you want to give that a read, go ahead and do that, but my stance has long been that he can contribute to winning as the second or third option alongside a genuine superstar, but probably can't can't lead a team to a championship as the undisputed engine of their offense. Now, too many people want to discredit him as a player, and I think that's unfair. But it's also important to remember that he can simultaneously be an all-star caliber player and a poor fit for San Antonio's timeline. His exit makes a lot of sense for him if he wants to pursue a title elsewhere as the prime of his career winds down. And it also makes sense for the Spurs if they truly want to see what they have in Derek White, DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker, Keldon Johnson, and Devin Vassell. 
while it might be a rude awakening for the franchise should it not work out, it could be a massive success if one or more players takes a leap into stardom with an expanded role. Or it could always just be a lateral move that doesn't really impact San Antonio's future. Regardless, it'll help define the direction of this franchise as we rapidly approach the end of the Greg Popovich era. And we'll go ahead and round out the podcast with the uplifting news of Australia naming Patty Mills as their male flag bearer for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics this morning. He shares this honor with swimmer and female flag bearer Kate Campbell, and you can watch Patty become Australia's first indigenous athlete to carry the Australian flag at an Olympic opening ceremony when NBC broadcasts this prestigious event at 6.30 Standard Time on July 23rd. So that about does it for this edition of Alamo City Limits. Hopefully you're all caught up with all your Spurs news from the past week. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. And for those of you listening at home, make sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've got a fantastic staff of writers over at Pounding the Rock who do an amazing job of keeping everyone up to date with their favorite team. So check out what we've got going on over at our site. But until next time, take care, Spurs fans.